You're listening to the Social Selling Simplified Podcast. Stick around if you too are obsessed with learning things that actually work and believe that success leaves clues. We're all about identifying results producing roadmaps and getting super clear on how to scale and grow your online business. From part-timer to president, social selling expert Ashley Shaw will help you connect the dots and take the guesswork out of what works to grow a social selling empire. It's time to hear from social selling legends, listen in on truthful conversations, and learn the best tips and tricks to reduce the marketing overwhelm so you can build the social selling business of your dreams. If you're ready to go all in, no holding back, and build the business you've always wanted, you're in the right place. Here's your host, educator, social selling guru, and fitness industry OG, Ashley Shaw. Welcome to Social Selling Simplified. I'm your host, Ashley Shaw. And this episode is all about facing the challenge of no one is joining me. Why aren't people responding? This challenge is one that anybody in the sales industry can say that they have faced this at one time or another. The questions that typically come up when you're thinking about this self-talk, maybe feeling this way, like, why is no one responding? Why is no one joining me? You may also be asking yourself these questions. Am I good enough to have people actually want to join me? Can I teach them anything? And we tend to have these symptoms of feeling this way where maybe we lower our price, maybe we give away lots for free, thinking that that That's what it's going to take to get that other person to see our value. This hits really close to home for me because when I first started my business, which would have been... I went full-time about three years ago. But before that, I had about a seven-month runway while I was still working and getting my business off the ground. And I remember so clearly in the beginning what I felt like. I knew that I had this passion to help people in the fitness industry. I knew that that was there. But in terms of my own marketing skills and the things I was learning, I was learning a lot through trial and error and a lot through a branding coach actually that I had hired to help me learn how to get clear on my mission and my values. And I had done a ton of life coaching in the past. And I always asked probably questions that not many people ask. I've actually had people tell me that before, uh, that sometimes I go really, really deep and maybe almost too deep. I've asked questions about what's my life purpose? What am I here to do? I'm not sure if everyone sort of thinks that way or that intensely about their life, what they've been put on this earth to do. But I commend you if you think that way, because I do think that as you get more and more clear on that, a lot of pieces come together for you. And it's a lot easier to get into the pockets of things that you love doing. So if you have had those questions run through your mind, I'm with you. Totally have as well. Let me paint a picture for you of what life looked like close to four years ago uh, for me. I was getting a lot of coaching, trying to understand how can I serve this market? What are my gifts? I'm struggling to figure out what are the things that I could teach these other people, these other health and fitness coaches that were desperately looking for help. In that time, I was talking to a ton of coaches, really trying to like deeply understand what they were going through. When I was, I'm going to say, if you compare it to my internal dialogue before I started talking to coaches, it was very much like, am I good enough? 
What are they going to think? Am I going to be able to teach them anything? Who are you to think you're a marketing expert? All these sort of imposter syndrome type questions. And then what started to happen is as soon as I started talking to them and actually getting on the phone with some coaches, I realized that their deepest issues or challenges they were facing were ones that I could absolutely help with. When I started to understand that it was the sales process they were struggling with, how to get people to take action, how to get people to join you, how to make people want to make a move in the right direction of their health and fitness. That was my bread and butter for the last 16 years, selling gym memberships and managing districts of clubs with memberships and running a health and fitness company that had physical locations. Once I started to have those right conversations with people and actually understand what their challenges were, that level of confidence went up a ton, but I was still at a point that I was not putting a lot of value on my time. I would say, yeah, sure, I'll, I'll meet with people for 30 bucks an hour. I actually remember specifically, I had this one coach I really wanted to connect with, and she was quite higher up in the ranks, but she no-showed me three times. And I allowed that to happen over and over and over again. When we get to this place that we maybe aren't sure, why is no one responding? Why isn't anyone wanting to join me? It's definitely an indication that we need to change some of the things that are going on around our mindset before anyone else is going to see what value you have and what you can offer. This is what I like to call an inside job. This is something that we have to change the dialogue internally because how people view us is a direct result of how we view ourselves. Let me repeat that one more time. How people view us is a direct result of how we view ourselves. What that means is that if we're not clear and we don't have the exact picture of how we can help people, nobody else is either. It takes us getting very, very clear on how we can deliver value and what our sweet spot is. And I think there are two main tools that I want to teach you guys today that are so important in getting you really confident in how to get people to join you and how to get people to actually respond. The first one is something called your sweet spot. This is something we actually teach in Branding Bootcamp, which is part of our social posting strategy membership and our authentic marketing funnel membership. Branding Bootcamp is the core curriculum that comes along with getting all your posts and marketing materials done for you. And let me explain what the sweet spot is. In this module, we break it down what you're born to do what you love to do, and what do your skills and education add up that you really should be doing. And that doesn't have to be like, oh, I went to law school, so I have to be a lawyer. No, there's other skills you've learned in there. Maybe it's reasoning. Maybe it's the ability to be very clear and concise with people. Like There are other things that are education. And even if it's a school of hard knocks, there are other lessons in there that have added up to teach us something. So let me just walk you through this sweet spot activity. So for myself, if I think of what was I born to do, I have to flip back to when I was a kid. I remember even in grade one, I was writing books. 
I couldn't stop filling up books as a kid. I had a teacher, actually, Mrs. Gravlev. I remember her so dearly. Murren Greer School in Coburg, Ontario. She was just my absolute favorite. She just encouraged me so much. And writing just became the thing that helped me cope with various things throughout my life. I always journaled and then felt like I should probably burn it <laughs> because of the things that you know you admit and sort of put out there. I always felt like I was vulnerable and maybe sharing too much. But that component of writing being something that filled up my soul was really something that I always knew I was born to do. If you would have asked me, what do you want to be when you grow up? I would have said a writer. Every single time I want to write books, I want to be an author. That was my jam. So you want to think about that. Looking back as a kid, what was it that people would have guessed you'd be doing? What is that skill that is around that? Maybe it's it's creating something. For my husband, just to give you guys one other example, as a kid, he was always selling gum and burnt CDs and doing things like that. In his blood was being an entrepreneur through and through. The next part of the sweet spot you want to think about is what do you love doing? If somebody wasn't paying you, how would you spend your time and what kind of things do you like to consume? For me, I was always interested in entrepreneurship. I'd spent countless hours over the past 16 years, ever since I met my husband and even before that, but more so when my husband and I got together, one of the first memories I have is that we started this business called Lazy Groceries. We were just 15 years too early before the pandemic, but we were going to deliver groceries to you. That was our business model. We were always researching things around how do we start to make money online? How do we automate this? We both wanted to get out of the nine to five grind because we always found like there was no time for vacationing or going to Asia for six weeks or doing those sort of things when we worked in corporate. I come from a long line of real estate peeps. My dad has always been involved in real estate, buying land and being able to sniff out a good deal. We do a ton of Airbnbs. And now my sister does Airbnbs as well. My brother also has property and houses that he leases to students. So we're all in it when it comes to entrepreneurship and real estate. Those are all things that I love to do. And I can't even tell you how many hours I've invested in those areas, whether it be looking at property or whether it be researching different business ideas and different ways that you could make money online. And that really, I think, shifted once I figured out what I wanted to do. My focus became marketing. Head first, consuming marketing every minute of the day that I could. I think I get a real high when I can understand how the dots connect. And all of a sudden, it's this huge aha moment that I just need to teach everyone I know. Like I'm guilty of that, getting into personal conversations with people and being like, let me teach you about the new way that marketing works. It's probably a bit embarrassing, but it is where I find joy and passion is learning things about entrepreneurship and about marketing and being able to piece things together for people and teach them. Teaching, it's a skill set that I have. So that brings us to our third point here of the sweet spot, which is what do your skills and education bring to the table for you in this realm? And so for me, I went to school for English literature, which probably makes sense based on my love for writing. 
And I also did a women's studies degree, which really helped me see the world a lot differently, like how different systems were in place. You know, I remember having some huge realizations in women's studies about women's bodies and how the constructs of society are made us to feel inferior about our bodies. Man, I fell in love when I started doing more and more women's studies courses and just everything from fashion to seeing how femininity and masculinity was upheld in different movies. Like I just love being able to take these ideas of how we uphold beauty in society and how we uphold femininity and being able to challenge that in my own way, I guess. That was a big piece of my education, what I love to do. Then on top of that, when I started working in the fitness industry, becoming a personal trainer, I love to teach people. I love to break things down, make it simple for them. And then I moved into training and development within the fitness industry, teaching sales, teaching all of the general managers in the company that I worked for. I worked for Good Life Fitness for 10 years. And man, I loved teaching and simplifying things because I think it just, I don't know. I don't even know how to describe it. It just would make me stupidly excited about being able to pass on something I used to find complicated. That's why I love the personal training certification, just being able to understand relationships with food and how certain foods would impact your body. And I'd always struggled with food growing up. My parents owned a gym in the 80s. Being around people that were very much fitness people, I had certain preconceptions about every family is like this. Every family eats this healthy. Everyone works out all the time. And anyways, long story short, those things, when you look at the center of those, having a love for writing, having a love for entrepreneurship and marketing, and having skills and education around not only writing, but teaching and the fitness industry all together, make me the perfect, perfect person to do what I'm doing. And I would really recommend that you consider doing this activity because once you can get that written down, get that out on paper, you will literally realize there is nobody else in the world that is exactly like you with your exact skills, your exact loves, your exact, I was born to do this mentality. And instantly, I think what I feel when I say that out loud is this instant relief. I don't have to be like anyone else because the great thing is that I'm not anyone else. I'm myself. And of all the experiences, when you add all those up, all the things that you've gone through, there is literally no other person like you out there. So you are the perfect person for your ideal customers. And I remember hearing before, there could be two people side by side that teach the exact same thing someone can prefer one over the other, even if they're teaching the exact same thing. And that is that vote of confidence for you are meant to be doing what you are doing because people want to learn precisely from you. I remember my uh, mother-in-law talking about her health and fitness journey. And often it would come up for her that certain things don't work the way they used to when you were younger. There's certain things that you know you don't feel you're as flexible. You feel like you get out of breath quicker and things like that. If someone were to speak to her that was her age, she would believe them, right? Versus somebody that might be younger, she'd be like, nah, like you still have the energy. You still have the metabolism. Like you don't have to worry about hormones. There would already be pre preconceived notions about that, right? So certain people want to learn from somebody they can relate to. 
after going through that exercise of your sweet spot, there are then three levels of awareness that we really want to think about. And I heard this broken down by Shannon Irvine and Colin Boyd. Shannon Irvine is a doctor that studies the brain. Colin Boyd is a messaging specialist specifically around how to sell in webinars and training. What I loved about one of their podcast episodes I was listening to is that this level of awareness when we get in front of people, there are three levels. And what always happens is our body is going to go into fight or flight whenever we have to get on camera or in their example, like get on stage or whenever we feel like we're sort of on the spot with having to present or teach. So your body going into uh, fight or flight really all the blood moves from your brain into your extremities. And there's basically these two differences. You know, you can feel fight or flight and feel like you don't know what to say next, your heart pounding, and you've sort of gone into that side of like stress. But then there's the other side where your body still goes into sort of that fight or flight, but you go into excitement. And that is where it goes for me is that I get to teach something. I'm super excited about it. I still get that release of hormones, but it's on the the side of excitement. So the way that you determine where that energy goes is the three levels of awareness. So the first level is that when you go to show up for your audience, you're always thinking about I. And this goes back to how I started this episode. When you think about those questions like, am I good enough? Will people like me? It's all about you. And we want to move from that level because that is not you showing up in your highest self. That is also, I think, always going to make you inept to quit because you're always going to be worried about other people. How do you look? And are you meant to be doing this? You're always going to be asking yourself just plain old like crappy questions. That is the first level of awareness is I. The second level of awareness is a little bit better. It's about thinking about them. And so this is you're picturing your ideal customer before you go to write a post, before you decide to go live, you're thinking about what they're thinking about. I know that the person I'm speaking to, they really struggle with what to eat and prepping dinner. Like They really don't have time to do that. So I'm going to speak to that and make sure I hit those points on time and I'm going to nail this. So that is the second level, which is better. Definitely. You're thinking about them. But the third level of awareness is absolutely the best level. And this is your why. So you want to go from I to why. So your why is you being deeply, deeply connected to your purpose and what you are here to do. To give you guys an example of what this may look like, for me personally, I have our goals broken down into one-year, three-year, and 10-year goals. And our 10-year goal is to be able to help 10 million solopreneurs authentically market themselves to create time and financial freedom. And the reason that that means so much to me is that I spent a ton of time trying to figure out this online marketing thing so that I had more time with my husband. If we ever did have kids, I'd get to be home with them and we could just travel the world and never have to worry about being back in a location in order to work a nine to five job. Like that was always the dream for me. And now that we've been able to achieve that, it's now time to give back to all those solopreneurs and entrepreneurs that are struggling. Like, What is the freaking key to doing this? There's a missing puzzle piece here. I just need somebody to give me the answers. 
that is what I was put on this earth to do is help solve that marketing puzzle to make things easy so that you can escape that nine to five and you can build a life of freedom and authenticity. When I connect with that purpose before I go live, before I post anything, before I show up, it's a much different feel than focusing on the I or the them. So that's what you want to figure out. What is your purpose? What is your why? And it's a really living and breathing thing, right? It takes time to get really connected with it. I'm always going to be editing and working through it to make it more and more clear. But having that clarity of feeling like I know in my heart exactly how I want to help people and what I want to help them feel. Those are the two activities that I would absolutely recommend you get super clear on. Knowing your sweet spot and then knowing why you do what you do and looking at those three levels of awareness. I think when you can really lean into this, you supersede any shiny objects and any limitations on confidence. I know for myself, when I really started to become aware of my sweet spot and I started to be able to say it out loud, not only did it make it much easier to explain to my ideal customers what I could help them do, but it also made it so much easier within my heart heart to feel this is what you're meant to be doing. And there's no way you're not going to be successful. Like if you stick to what you love doing and you get to repeat that every day, you're going to be happy every day. And that is the true definition of success. And the other stuff that comes along with it, being able to leave my nine to five and not have to go back to a nine to five, giving Bill the freedom to not have to go to work, being home with my daughter. And even though daycare, nannies, babysitters, it's all shut down, having that freedom to say, okay, cool. I can only work two hours today and still being able to run a thriving business. Those are all the things that are on the other side of really, really getting clear on your sweet spot and your why. I really hope this episode was helpful for you today. And I would love to know what is your biggest takeaway and what can you implement starting today? Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of Social Selling Simplified and we'll see you next time. Thanks for taking the time to level up today. If you're ready to commit to personal and professional growth, move forward, make money and grow your health and fitness business, head to my free community on Facebook, Business Bootcamp for Fitness Coaches, so I can support you every step along the way. Thank you so much for tuning in today and we'll see you right back here next week on Social Selling Simplified.